Welcome to Gaia Dairy Farming Insights, the infotainment podcast for the Dairy Farming Network. Join our community that takes you on a journey through the vastness of milk production, your source of knowledge and inspiration in every episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the audience. My name is Maren, and I'm your host for today's episode. With me is my colleague Martin, and together we will be talking about herd management software and how yeah, herd management software can help to increase cow welfare. Yeah, Martin, thank you for being with me. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi Maren and uh, hi to all of the listeners. This is Martin Schnare speaking. So I'm the product manager for the herd management software, uh, working for Gear now for five years. And from my background, I did an apprenticeship as a farmer on two dairy farms uh, directly after my, my high school career. After that, I studied agriculture in Osnabrück, bachelor and, and master of science, animal science, and during the studies, but also after the studies, I worked as a herd manager on a 300 cow dairy farm with five robots. And yeah, then I joined Gear as a product owner. That means that I was the one for the software development teams, um, the, the, the first contact person uh, for the software development teams to get the feedback from the market processed by, by me um, so that they know uh, what they need to develop so that we can delight our farmers with our brilliant herd management software. Thank you, Martin. Well, as you just mentioned, you were the key contact point for feedback all regarding uh, herd management. When, when you think of herd management, what are the most important points that, that really come to your mind here? I can say that Herd management is a very broad and very complex topic because you have so many uh, sections uh, in context of herd management which needs to be managed, monitored and controlled by the farmers under different environmental conditions. So, for example, the farmer need to uh, manage the milking, the feeding, the reproduction and the health. This needs to be all aligned on um, different environmental conditions in that way that he can, under the line, earn money with, with everything uh, he is doing. Yeah, and therefore, um, my job now is to provide a herd management software, which enables the farmer really based on, on goals or targets uh, to achieve this, this financial, but also that cow-related goals. At the beginning, you mentioned that some years ago you, you had been working on, on different farms. And of course, you are in close contact with farmers anyhow. What were the biggest uh, developments in the last 10 years? So when I remember back, so into the past, uh, when I began my apprenticeship as a farmer, which started roughly 2010, it was the case that there were already computers and possibilities to enter some kind of animal events. That means when we had a cow, which was... Uh, inseminated, we were able to enter that in a very small computer, which saved this information and enabled the farmer, so my former boss, to already uh, track insemination throughout the lactation and to manage the feeding in the parlor. But that was all. And um, if I then started as, as a herd manager on that uh, 300 cow dairy. That was roughly eight years after I did my apprenticeship. There was much more digitization. So uh, there were five robots which needs to be managed and uh, a lot of reports uh, I need to go through and uh, also heat detection system which needs to be evaluated 
But uh, I saw also the potential during that time of digitization and herd management software. Uh, in that case, that it really improves animal welfare on the one hand, and thus also enables the cows to give more milk because they, they are healthier. And under the line, it means that there was more money for the, for the farmer. He could then reinvest or earn with his cows. So I think, well, this is of course the, the task and the challenge for every dairy farmer to really keep an eye on, on the whole lactation phases or the whole lactation cycle. What, from your perspective, would be some kind of critical phases in, in that whole cycle? Because we know there's times when it's more critical to make sure really cows are doing well and, and stepping into the next phase really proper and healthy. Yeah, so um, there are many different phases in the lactation cycle or in the reproductive cycle um, because the lactation cycle normally does not include the dry period, but the dry period is very also a critical phases. But let's start with the beginning of the lactation cycle. So we see here uh, the so-called transition period, which starts three weeks before calving and ends then three weeks after calving. And during that period, uh, the cow is at high risk uh, to get in a so-called negative energy balance. And uh, that means that the cow has less feed intake than she is burning her body fat, and thus she has a negative energy balance. And this results in really production diseases, so we call that. And uh, that means, for example, that the animal uh, can get milk fever, it can get ketosis or uh, also a retained placenta. And uh, to avoid this uh, situation so that the cow has really problems after the calving, the cow needs to be monitored and to control it and data is helping in that context. And uh, yeah, in, in this case, the, the herd management software, but also throughout the lactation, Uh, you have, for example, every time the risk that the cow can get a mastitis due to wrong milking settings, for example, but also to pathogens, which lead to an infection of the udder. Um, so there are many different reasons why a cow can get sick. And the task of the herd management software is to have an early detection about these situations so that the farmer can really intervene in such kind of situations and also uh, control these situations. You mean in the end, the software, of course, helps to yeah, really prevent also diseases, prevent loss of milk amount and uh, yeah, really control and make sure the cows are really doing, doing well and are of good health. Correct. So it is a decision support for the farmer to detect the cows and also to take action on the cows. If we look more into the last third of the reproduction cycle, uh, then we see that there is the dry period. And one challenge of today's dairy farms is that animals or cows at the end of the lactation have such high persistencies, but also have such high milk yields that it is very hard for the farmers to reduce these milk yields uh, until the day of the drying off. And this leads normally to, or this can lead to um, other infections, to mastitis, because the cows are not well prepared for the drying off date. So I think this is obviously a topic that many farmers are facing. What have there been the latest developments? I know we've Or can you please elaborate a little bit on the practices which, which are now out in the field and why is there nothing coming to, to really take a next step in handling this, this uh, serious phase? 
currently there are different kind of strategies to uh, prepare animals for the drying off date. But these common strategies we see in, in, in the field are not that good for the animals in context of cow comfort or well-being of the animals and, and other health especially. So the normal practice is that the cow will just be milked one last time at the day of dry off and then um, the milking abruptly stops. Um, the cow will get then the sealer into the teat, maybe antibiotics, and then she's put into the dry cow barn. Now we face here high risks of mastitis because the other pressure is such high. And the body of the cow had no chance to adjust to this situation. Then we have also strategies like that the energy intake of the cow is reduced. So we have a high work effort here because the farmer needs to put the animals in certain groups where the uh, specific cows will get um, a certain ration or the animals will be milked just once a day. So that means also higher workload because the animals are put into another group or just uh, are just driven one time per day to the milking. And you hear that in context of workload, but also in context of animal welfare, these strategies to prepare cows for the drying off date, so in context of reducing her milk yields or their milk yields, are not the best, really. No, and uh, this is, brings us very nicely to uh, yeah the next topic because you were really part in a quite long-term uh, development project to really find a new way uh, in a more animal-friendly way to prepare uh, the dry phase. So uh, I, I know that you were really uh, involved with universities and with pilot farms. So can you let us know what, what this development project was all about and I think there's also a real uh, product now available in the market to find a way to dry off cows in a much more natural way. Yeah, correct. So on Gea's side, but also in collaboration, in very close collaboration with uh, our colleagues from the University of Bonn, we developed a software module which simulates, so to say, the cow-calf relation, the, the natural cow-calf relation in context of weaning a calf. So you know that when the calf gets older, it drinks less, but also the cow is more or less kicking away the calf from the other because she know the calf is getting older and does not need to drink that much milk anymore. Based on that fact, the physiological process is in context of weaning of the calves, that more and more milk remains in the udder with each drinking of a calf. And this is setting the stimulus in, in the cow that the physiological process is induced so that the, the, the udder is getting smaller, it is not producing that many milk anymore. And this process we are really simulating with the software. So just following much more the natural behavior of the calf's drinking behavior. Correct. So with the patented algorithm, we provide now a module for our herd management software, which leads to an early detachment of the cluster. So the cow is not milked empty. We are calculating a certain, we call it target milk yield amount. Um, and based on that, we are detaching the cow much much earlier, so roughly 5% of milk remains in the udder, so to say. So these values are all adjustable. Normally this process starts 12 days before the plant drying off. The cow is milked still twice a day, so we have the flushing effect, etc. 
And yeah, in this context, then the remaining milk in the udder is setting the same stimulus like the remaining milk in the udder in context of a weaning of a calf. This sounds so easy, basically. What were the results? Can you tell a bit about the numbers and what you figured out? Uh, yes, of course. So um, in collaboration with, with different universities, so our main, uh, our main partner was here, the University of Bonn, but we did also research at, at Wageningen in in the Netherlands and also in, in Trendhorst and in this context, we were able to, to figure out that with the auto-dry algorithm in, in a time period of 12 days before the plant drying off until drying off date, we were able to reduce with the software or the software was able to reduce the milk yield by one kilogram per day. So that means when you start auto-dry, for a cow which um, which is giving 30 kg, let's say 10, 10 days before drying off and you start auto-dry for her. So she is really capable of reduce her milk yield by 10 kg until the plant drying off date. That means she will reduce her milk yield in a 10 day period by 10 kg. So one kg per day. So it's just a simple calculation. So we see really the potential to reduce the milk yield in the udder, to induce the physiological uh, process in the cow, and also to, yeah, to prepare her really from from her body uh, for the drying off, and not just uh, waiting for the plant drying off date, then abruptly end the milking and and putting her into another barn. So the risk that she will get an an, an mastitis directly after the drying off is uh, significantly reduced. Sounds like a big step forward and really a big gain for, for the topic of cow welfare. So it is really a big key factor for uh, cow welfare to improve cow welfare on, on a dairy farm. But also, you know, it is just software. So it has no impact on workload. You need to you need to adjust for certain cows, the settings in the software, but you don't need to do it. You can also use the default settings which are in the system. So you have nothing to do with it. So compared to other solutions or to other strategies I mentioned before, like regrouping animals or giving another ration to certain animals, it is also a significant a workload reduction and that was also carried out in scientific studies so that there is a big potential to reduce to reduce the workload. And what now did the test farmers say? I'm really curious to hear about that and I'm sure the audience as well. We had different test farms, um, also uh, commercial farms are getting more and more. So especially our customer's view here is uh, for, for one customer, I can, can point that out, who has a farm with uh, 160 animals roughly with, with an average milk production uh, per lactation of 12,300 kg with 4.1% fat and, and uh, roughly 3.5 uh, in, in protein. So um, this farm did a lot of strategies for improving the somatic cell count in the herd to improve the other health. And also they started the auto-dry uh, module at their farm. And so they are really convinced by, by this module. And they say that with this module, they were significantly improving the other health. So for example, they start also uh, 12 days before drying off the, the auto-dry algorithm for the certain animals for a reduction of 5% of the target milk yield per day. And they see that 
all of the animals which are milked without to dry, uh, they do not have that pressure to go after that animal after it is dried off and monitor it uh, two weeks after drying off. So they can really be calm. They can put just the animal into another barn without any fear that something will happen because the other pressure is such high or the cow will uh, get uh, infected or something like that because the teat canal is open and she's leaving milk one day after drying off. So the system is really helping the farmer and this is what he emphasizes every day when, when we are visiting him that auto dry has there a very huge potential and brought also a um, yeah, significantly reduction of the workload in context of monitoring the cows in the dry period. Such a farmer feedback, of course, is uh, very often what you would like to hear. So thank you, Martin, for really getting us uh, on board of this interesting topic. And I think with this uh, project, you really uh, step into the next generation of, of really um, animal welfare and, and handling critical phases in the lactation cycle. I hope research will go on and we will hear more of that topic. Thank you, Maren. It was nice to be here. And also thank you to all the listeners outside there and see you next time. Follow us on our social media platforms to stay updated and subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. If you have questions, suggestions, or even ideas for future topics, feel free to reach out. Join us soon for another exciting episode as we continue to explore the world of farming and the people behind it. Until then, keep farming and growing.